What's up, everybody? So apparently, uh, sorry about the delay. I had some technical difficulties in getting the microphone all set up. I think we are all good and set to go. Hit the thumbs up button on the chat if you can hear me. Um, so I uh, just want to get into tonight's show. I apologize. Um, I'm your host, Kevin Kirby. This is the K2 Podcast. The presidential race is uh, beginning to heat up uh, with uh, Biden going on to announce his uh, VP pick, Kamala Harris or Kamala Kamala I don't know apparently it's offensive if you pronounce it wrong uh, so I want to try to attempt to make it right there uh, but he announces hers his VP pick the riots and the protests are still going on the stock market is somehow st still performing given all the circumstances and everything that's gone down this year in 2020 the stock market is still performing ra rather well um, and tensions are still growing stronger over the uh, whole mail-in vote uh, debacle so <clears throat> a lot of stuff still going on a lot of stuff still happening still it's quite interesting to see everything developing uh, but the first thing that I want to kind of get into if you saw I uploaded a video called the k2 podcast snack break it's basically where I break down a, a segment or uh, I take a topic and I break it down put it into a smaller format it takes maybe 10 minutes or so for you to kind of uh, just look at that maybe you're at work maybe you just want to listen to something to kill some time you can go to that clip and actually check it out but we're gonna expand on it just a little bit more in tonight's show um, if you watched uh, that video, uh, it is, you can go to my uh, channel there. You'll see, I believe it's called uh, Brought to You by Mail-In Voting, Nancy Pelosi. So you can check that video out. But we saw an article come out from the Washington Post, which was actually claiming that the USPS is anticipating an avalanche of absentee ballots. And the USPS issued uh, a letter to 46 states, including Washington, D.C., um, so the letter goes on it's saying it says basically some states are actually the the article by the washington post said some states are actually anticipating 10 times the normal volume of election mail six states um and dc received warnings that ballots could be delayed for a narrow set of voters but the postal service gave 40 other states including some key battleground states uh some uh, like michigan pennsylvania and florida more serious warnings that their long-standing deadlines for request returning or counting balance were incongruous with mail service and that voters who send in ballots in close to those deadlines may be disenfranchised now I have a clip of a veteran employee from the post office um, and she had some thoughts on the matter uh, you gotta kind of, and I'm gonna play the clip the audio is not really great I don't know what happened I think it's because this is like a zoom call or something that this lady's on um, but we're gonna roll this clip of uh, her and get kind of get her thoughts on what she thinks is going on. So let's roll that clip. I feel very confident that we can handle the volume of mail. It is a lot of pressure on us to have to hold all these ballots in our hands and make sure they get where they need to go. But they are important just as every piece of mail that we hold is important. And this is so important to our democracy that I'm actually honored to have the Postal Service be such a large part of our election. As it stands right now, um, election mail, whether it be campaign flyers, ballots, or uh, requests for ballots, are always handled first priority. And that directive hasn't changed. We've heard nothing come down 
from the Postmaster General that he wants the election mail handled any differently. I've been recommending that people put their ballot back in the mail two weeks prior to their due date and, and understand their due date because every jurisdiction has a different one. Get that ballot back in two weeks in advance. We also need the community to report those delays to their postmasters to tell them that they feel it's unacceptable to mail a letter three towns away and have it take three or four or five days to get there. It shouldn't take that long. So there you have uh, the, the the words from her. Now, she had some pretty nice stuff to say about her team and uh, seems like she's kind of talking up the post office and about their ability to handle the work. Um, but I feel like she can only kind of speak for her post office, the one that she works at. Um, and just be like because i'd like to, well, my whole thing is i'd like to get more opinions from people uh different post offices so i actually did do that i personally spoke with several people who work for the usps and kind of wanted to hear firsthand and their thoughts on the whole mail-in voting uh proposal um and the i promise that their statements would remain 100 percent anonymous uh because you know how people these days if you just look at somebody wrong you can lose your job so i'm not gonna say who these sources were but I did reach out to a few people and they were able to provide a couple of statements. But before we get into that, we heard that woman in the clip say, you know, she's recommending that mailing out the ballots two weeks prior to the deadline, um, which is probably good good advice. Uh, if you're having to vote by mail, the earlier you can get your vote in, I think will ultimately be, you know, the better option, the better you can send it out or the quicker you can send it out, the better off you'll be. Um, but I feel like there's an overwhelming amount of pressure uh, to get your ballots and votes out right away. You know, it seems to be pretty clear with this election. Um, now, I guess some people may have not made their mind up, but this particular election is kind of tricky because I feel for the most part, everyone has kind of made, probably made up their mind. I mean, you have Joe Biden and you have Donald Trump and it's just, I mean, I think usually, maybe in past elections, there's a lot of people on the fence. I think with this one, everybody's pretty clear cut, but it may be unfair to just say, demand people, hey, get your votes in right away, you know, mail them really early, and they don't really have that time to really process. We haven't seen any debates yet, um, you know, so there could be people who are not just quite ready to get, you know, get voting and get going on that. So we'll kind of see how that plays out. Um, now, moving on here, uh, we are hearing a lot about Trump um, being in the way, interfering, defending the post office and or uh, defunding the post office, and he's blocking them from doing their jobs. But I do want to point out that people have been complaining about the post office for years. I mean, ever since I was a little boy, you hear your parents, you hear everybody, they call it snail mail for a reason. I mean, it's it, the, you, the, the post office has been like a joke. For, uh, 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 you know, for a long time, you know, I mean, that was a nonpartisan, nonpartisan or nonbipartisan argument. Anybody could, you know, if it didn't matter if you're Republican or Democrat, everybody pretty much seemed to agree that the post office was garbage. But now that, you know, Donald Trump has announced that, you know, that the, the post office is, you know, failing and he's had some real critical points uh, on the post office. You know, now it's all of a sudden a partisan issue. 
Um, but and and I think people fail to realize it. Like, oh well, he's blocking funds to the post office. You know, he, the, you know what, he, of course, you know, it's making it. He, their people are making it a bigger deal. But the post office is made to be self-sufficient. You know, they're upset that he's not pumping in this twenty-five do- uh, billion dollar grant or funding that they're requesting. Um, so they're saying, oh, Trump's to blame for all this. He's trying to finagle with the election but again like i said the post office was made to be self 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 sufficient and at the end of the day the post office is a business in which it was designed to you know generate money but many people don't know this the post office is in debt it's been operating at a loss for years um the and in fact the u.s postal service has lost money in six out of the 10 years from 2001 through 2010, and that's according to the U.S. Post, Alpha, Post Office's financial reports. Um, now, going back to what I said earlier about speaking to several of the employees, you know, I reached out to several people that I know that live throughout the country that actually work for the USPS and kind of wanted to get their thoughts on it and kind of hear what they had to say. Um, but I've heard uh, one lady uh, who was out in Ohio say, you know, that they were backed up, they can't keep up, especially they had a lot of Amazon orders they even go on to say that some of the shipments for packages and stuff were sitting in warehouse for days there's actually a lot of clips from customers who are also saying that they've been looking at their usps tracking numbers and going to the website putting the tracking number in and seeing that their package hasn't moved for several days um so there is some growing concerns around that um but i've also heard another uh another source say that he you know he did go on to say you know i can't really speak on the matter too much given the circumstances but i don't feel as if it's it's be it's a big of deal as me people are making it out to be i feel like you know our post office he said when the mail comes in it goes right out um he says they don't have any problem delivering that mail so i think it's going to be depending on location where you're going to see issues and you know it's just kind of interesting to say all that and Trump, like like I said, Trump's really getting the brunt of it. And, you know, some people are saying, oh, well, he's not being, you know, he's going to, he's going to, uh, uh, interject in the election or he's gonna fool around with the election or he's rigging it or whatever um i'm gonna play a quick quick clip here from cnn i'll put the link in the description if you want to check out this full clip but let's check out this click uh excuse me quick clip from cnn I think the American people would really like there to be some sort of guarantee from the President of the United States that there's not going to be an attempt to hurt their attempt to vote by mail if they choose to exercise their right to vote the way that they are allowed to do so in their state. And it's up to states how they want to do this. I, I um, agree. And I can tell you, I can give you that, that President guarantee. Trump I can give you that guarantee. will do everything he can no, to help no, I'll people give you vote. that guarantee. I'll give you that guarantee right now. The President of the United States is not going to interfere with anybody casting their their vote in a legitimate way i am deeply deeply so i'm not going to play the whole clip there bernie sanders goes on to say that he's got some comments to make and stuff like that if you want to watch the whole clip you can go down to the uh, link uh in the description and check out that for yourself um but you know there you have it i mean he says you know trump's not going to interfere um now there's still plenty of time to go for things to develop but ultimately 
like most Americans, I think we all just want a fair election. And I think that's all we can hope for at that point. Uh, before we move on, I do want to add that yesterday on Sunday, Nancy Pelosi said that she is calling the House back into session this week to vote on a bill prohibiting the U.S. Postal Service from implementing any changes to operations. This comes amid over fear, delay, uh, delayed ballots following cost-cutting me measures announced by the USPS. Democratic House and Senate leaders also announced that they are scheduling an emergency hearing on August 24th uh, for the U.S. Postal Service uh, officials to testify before Congress after the agency raised concerns about its ability to handle increased mail-in voting in November. So if you want to read the full uh, Washington Post article, that's also in the description. Um, but we're actually going to move on to our next topic today, which is one that I'm a little I'm, I'm a little pumped up for. I think this will be a good segment. Um, if I seem a little discombobulated, I apologize, you know, with the with with the um, the, the microphone not working, my sound going down, uh, it was storming its butt off. I, I had to rush and run some errands before the show. I made it back just in time. So I'm a little bit discombobulated, but we're going to push on through here. So I appreciate you guys bearing with me. Um, but what we have seen is uh, in stock news, Apple and Tesla have announced that they will be splitting, um, splitting their shares. So that's a pretty big announcement. Um, Apple has announced that they will be doing a four to one stock split, which basically meaning you'll receive four shares of Apple for every one share that you currently own. Uh, the current share price is well over $400. I haven't even had, I've been so busy, I haven't even had a chance to uh, look at their actual price for today. But it was, last time I checked, it was around $450. It could be a little more, a little less at this point. Um, so if you have the money, I would say do yourself a favor and invest in Apple, um, but you're going to have to act quick and you're going to have to, you know, purchase your share pretty soon. If you're just going to be able to afford one, I suggest you do it. Um, I'll explain a little bit why even because some people say, well, maybe only one share. It's not really worth it. Well, after the split, you're going to have four shares just for that one share investment. Um, so that'll give you some room and potential for growth in the future. Um, the, but like I said, the current share price is over 400. If you have the money, again, do yourself a favor and purchase Apple stock. But you got to purchase the stock before August 24th, which is only a few days away. Today's the 17th. So purchase the shares before August 24th in order to receive uh, your four shares of Apple. The execution date is August 31st. So if you purchase the Apple stock before the 24th, you'll receive those four shares on August the 31st. Um, now, I'm not just saying that Apple is worth the investment um, just because it's splitting. Um, there's a lot of other noteworthy reasons that you should make this investment with Apple because many are speculating that you know Apple's top line is coming back and they're starting to see uh, growth in the company's gross sales. Um, so they're really starting to bounce back. Also, the, their Chinese market is, is really booming. Uh, China is actually Apple's third. Well, I don't know. This is actually being a debated issue. As, as it stands, I believe China is Apple's third largest market. But there's been talks that China's actually number one now, um, is Apple's number one market. So we're going to kind of see how that develops. Um, but Apple products in China is just booming. Um, 
Revenue from China actually reached 9.33 billion. Um, that's according to the uh, CNBC. Uh, in addition to that, a lower stock price after the split. So let's just say the stock is at $400 even, and the split is a four to one split, right? So now that's gonna make each share worth $100 because the share price will go down. You, you'll just divide it by four, whatever the, the, the stock price is. Um, so the shares will now be worth $100. With that lower stock price, this could actually attract more retail investors, which could get the price of the stocks to go back up fairly quickly so as soon as the stock splits it's going to drop down to a hundred dollars or so and then when those new investors come in because the apple price is so cheap that price will get back up there fairly quickly so if it goes up to two hundred dollars you'll easily have doubled your money um on 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 a uh, four hundred dollar investment so we'll kind of look into that now. I know we're kind of talking a little bit of stock lingo. It's not very advanced, but if you're not familiar with what stock splits are or you need a little bit additional explaining because I don't have all the time to break it uh, all down for you at this moment, I actually put a link down in the description. It's called TD Ameritrade Stock Splits Ex Explained. So you can go on and check that video out for yourself if you want to get a little bit more um info on a stock split and what that means um and lastly before we move on to tesla's stock split i just just want to point out the thing with apple they last split in 2014 which was a seven to one split um and uh that was around their shares were reaching around 700 dollars a pop and then they split it seven to one um so if the stock had never split though, let's just take away, let's say the Apple since the day it IPO'd, which initial public offering, when it first became available to the public for trade, if it had never split, the current share price would be uh, $6,552. Since then, since it IPO'd, the stock has done a two to one split three times and that seven to one split that I just mentioned back in 2014. So if you had just bought one share of Apple stock when it IPO'd, you would now have 56 shares of Apple. Um, and it IPO'd, uh, what, what, I think it was just $22. When Apple first came out, it was $22 a share. So you'd have 56 shares at this point. And after the coming split, the one that's gonna be happening here soon, um, you'd have basically $5,600 on a $22 investment. So it's kind of interesting to see. That's why I point out the reason I say, hey, just go ahead, do yourself a favor. If you can only afford the one share, buy the one share. Um, because I really, I mean, just now, if you had, like I said, if you invested in Apple when it first came out, when it first was available to the public for $22, that would be worth 5,600 bucks right now. And that's just for one share. Had you bought more, you could really be uh, looking at a nice chunk of change. But moving on to Tesla stock split. Um, if you're not familiar with Tesla, I don't know how you couldn't be, but it's owned by CEO uh, Elon Musk. Uh, he's announced a five for one split um, for that company's shares. Um, but this is, again, this is another one that you gotta move quickly on. Um, if you want, you know, if you're interested in Tesla stock and you can afford it because it is pretty high. Last time I checked, it was over $1,600, maybe even $1,700. Um, like I said, I didn't get to check today's uh, numbers, but 
If you're interested, you got to move quickly because investors who purchase or own Tesla stock must do so prior to August 21st. Today's the 17th, so you only got a couple days in order to be eligible to receive that four additional shares from Tesla. The stock will split on August 28th and begin trading again on August 31st. Now, current Tesla's current stock price is over 1600 bucks, um, which is pretty huge considering the stock initially uh, IPO'd back in 2010 for a measly $17. So had you picked up Tesla when it first came out for public purchase, for $17, your stock would now be worth over 1600 bucks. And now you, and in addition to that, it, you know, this is the first time that Tesla's ever split and you know, they're doing a five to one, which is pretty generous split. Um, so we'll see kind of, uh, see how this all plays out. Um, I actually will put an article in the links uh, down below if you want to learn a little bit more about, like I said, you can go to the TD Ameritrade. You can see what stock splits are about. If you want a little bit of information on the actual stock splits and the companies and what people are saying, I've put those links down in the description as well. Um, but lastly, this is something that I strongly encourage everyone to do. This is important. I want, if you go down to the description of the video go to the robin hood link in the description if you're over 18 you can begin your own investing portfolio 100 percent free no cost no gimmicks nothing and when i say free 100 percent free all you have to do is go down to the link in the description of the video set up an account which literally takes three minutes and you'll receive a free stock just for using my link. You don't have to pay anything, there's no catch, none of that. Um, now with that being said, if you decide to link your bank account to your Robinhood account, then I'll get a, a free stock out of that, a little bit of a kickback, and it's the easiest way to support the show. You don't have to pay anything. Um, if you link your bank account, then I will get a kickback, and they'll give me a free stock as well. And you have, and when you get it, when I say free stock, it's not always just some measly off the wall stock. I mean, you have a one in two hundred fifty chance of getting stocks in Apple. Okay, which is about to split. So let's just say you go down and you sign up today and you get the Apple stock, you'll be eligible for the stock split. And you could really make a, a, a really good amount of money for absolutely zero dollars. So that's an interesting one to think about. All you have to do is go to Apple and sign up. Um, you also have a chance to get a stock like Berkshire Hathaway or even Facebook. You have GE and Ford. So don't waste any time. Go to the link below. Sign up for a Robinhood account using my link and you will get a free stock. Um, now, the next story that I want to get into is really quite interesting because I really thought this was a troll. Okay, when I heard this next story, guys, I thought this was a troll. I thought there's no way that this can be real. Okay, it's like it's almost this could be a skit straight from the onion but apparently a city council member or uh, a lawmaker from nashville tennessee her name's sharon hurt um she believes anyone who is wearing a mask should be charged with murder or an attempted murder okay so she's put forth a law and thank god and i just want to say thank god it got rejected but if you didn't wear a mask, she wanted you charged for murder or even uh, or attempted murder. 
And I just thought this story was just bizarro. And like I said, now the good news on this story is she wasn't able to get the law passed, but the fact that this is where people's minds are, and some of these lawmakers and congressmen are just going power hungry on this stuff, thinking that people should be charged for murder for not wearing a mask. Now there is something to be said for that. You don't want to, I mean, there is some really idiot kids and I've seen some videos on YouTube and stuff of people purposely coughing on produce and grocery stores yeah I believe that that you know that that's a punishable offense but I'm not so sure that that's what she's trying to get at um, but I'm not gonna spend a long time on this story because it's just so bizarre but it is it is in fact true if you want to look at it I put the link down in the description um, you can go read that article for yourself. I just thought it was it was just really bizarre. Uh, next, the next story of tonight uh, is a little bit of an older one, but it recently popped up on social media. It's it, it, it circulated a little bit when it first happened, but nobody really talked about it. But it, it popped back up, and it's been getting shared and going around. And I want to share a message with everybody regarding these two videos that these next two videos I want to show you the first one is uh, and I'm before I get to this this message or the statement that I want to make we're gonna look at the stories in full and then I'll kind of come back to to what I want to convey to everybody but there's a gentleman by the name of Ryan Whitaker um, he had cops who responded to his home for a noise complaint while he was playing video games with his girlfriend, okay? Apparently, uh, there was a neighbor who some were just, he, he, he called in believing that there was a domestic dispute. Um, he called in saying, hey, you know, it's getting too loud. I think there's a domestic dispute going on downstairs in my apartment complex. I need somebody, I need you guys to send out an officer and check this situation out. Well, that phone call ultimately got this gentleman, Ryan Whitaker, uh, killed. Um, now, the mainstream media has been fairly silent on this uh, issue or this whole story. And many people are saying, and the, and the reason why that many people are saying this is because they're saying, oh, well, he uh he's a white man he's a white guy so you know it's not getting the coverage that it deserves so it's kind of interesting but we're going to take a look at the clip here i'm actually going to play uh the clip so you guys can check it out and kind of see for yourself they're saying and like i said a lot of people are saying oh the media won't cover this because it doesn't fit their narrative and this is just this isn't this is a white guy so nobody wants to talk about him being shot uh where's the riots for ryan whitaker where's the protest for ryan, ryan whitaker you're seeing all these type of statements um which i do agree there it doesn't fit the narrative and that's probably why it's not getting the coverage as many people would anticipate um, but let's take a look at this uh, clip here and we will uh, move on to the next story on this so I'm gonna play the clip and while you guys uh, check out this clip I'll be right back I'm gonna run and grab the uh, charger here for the laptop Hey, 
Shoot you, come out here. Come out here. Over here. Over here. Get down on your knees. Get down on your knees. Get down on your knees. Just get down. Just get down. Relax. So Jamie called in the chat says, What's that in the guy's left hand? He pulled he actually came to the door with a gun. Now the issue is, you know, the officers, this is the case that everybody's saying. While he came to the door with a gun, what do you expect the officers to do? Now the problem with this that people don't really realize is this was really late in the morning. Um, according to the body cam footage, if, it, if you see in the top right corner, it looks like this was around 5.50 in the morning. So they had been up all night playing video games. Um, so him and his girlfriend she goes on here in the video to say hey we were up playing crash bandicoot um and, and you know matter of fact let, let her tell it i'll play i'll play the the rest of the clip here so you guys can hear it Saying that he heard you guys going at it. Are you in fight? Literally, we were making salsa and playing Crash Bandicoot, so there may have been some screaming some from screaming PlayStation, from but it's no like. Okay. So this is the thing, Jamie. Um, I I would tend to agree with you. You know, in all honesty, um, if somebody pulls a gun out I would agree with you the cops have every right to defend themselves but the issue with this is it was 550 in the morning this is from what I understand wasn't the worst neighborhood but it wasn't the best you have somebody banging at your door and yeah okay the cops may say hey well this is um, Phoenix police open up Phoenix police but if I was a drug dealer or a robber or a murderer that would be the perfect way for me to get somebody to open the door he didn't point the gun at them he didn't raise it up he all he did was have it lowered come into the door to defend his home and these cops didn't even think twice about it they didn't say, I mean they, they fired before the man got fully out the door he didn't even get to lift his arm I mean, there was no really command that he should drop the weapon. Um, it's just, it's just, it's an unfortunate event. It just goes to show you what training can really do for these cops. And I'll be honest with you, nine out of 10 times, I'm going to be on the cop's side. But this particular instance, I just couldn't justify that, you know? Um, so it's it's i don't this one is a tough situation you know the cops could have done a lot of different things here they could have called the phone you know called the residents uh prior said hey there's some cops outside they could have done so many different things but they went to the door with the guns drawn without even knowing what was going on in the inside and you know some people are saying well the cops like they you probably look through the peephole right but the cops stand on the side of the doors out of vision so you don't even know who's at your door and you're thinking yo who is this coming to my house is it an intruder somebody to rob they're banging on the door you know how cops knock and they're just banging down the beating the door down and you look through the peephole and you're like oh well i don't know who's at my door so you come out ready to protect yourself and your family in your home which you have the right to do
Um, now, some people in the cops, you know, in the cops defense, you know, they don't stand in front of the door because there's a risk that somebody could shoot through the door and hit them. But this just goes to show you the, the, that, that there's definitely some opportunity for better police reform, more opportunity to kind of really get better training, better services for the police. I'm not for defunding the police. I encourage more funding of the police, but it should be used adequately to offer more training, uh, do annual testing. I mean, I've heard stories where cops are, they get one test when they first join the force, as far as like physically and mentally, they do one test and never again. And they go on years and years and years throughout the force. So. You know, I'm not going to continue to rant and rave on this whole story, but one of the things that, you know, like I was saying that we're seeing is a lot of people are like, you know, hey, well, why aren't we get? why isn't this being put on the news? Um, why, why isn't the, uh, why isn't this getting put on the news? Why aren't people rioting? Why aren't people protesting? It's because he's a white guy. Where's the, 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 the outrage for him? And, you know, like I say, there's a little bit of an agreement there, but I have a point to that. And we're going to get to that point here in just a moment. And I, I'm going to make sure that everybody I'm going to I'm going to bring up a, an important story on that. But we also have another one that was very similar to what we just saw. Well, not similar because it didn't involve the police. But shortly after the Ryan Whitaker story was going around on social media, we saw this story about a tragic shooting of a five-year-old that was trending on social media. Um, we saw a lot of the race-baiting memes regarding this child's death. Um, I, there were just so many. Like Matter of fact, let me bring up the memes here. I'll let you see a couple of the memes that I'm actually talking to. And you guys probably have seen them. It's no secret. You've probably seen these. So they can't see. You can go through. Democrats didn't take a knee for a five-year-old. You know, you're seeing these type of memes going around because... And, you know, they're they're trying to do this race baiting thing like, oh, well, where's the race outrage on this guy? You know, where's the problems with his... Uh, you know why isn't anybody outraged why is anybody protesting where's the rioting where's the looting not no national attention versus not gonna mention so you're seeing these type of memes go around you know and it is an unfortunate event um but a lot of people are like yeah because a black guy shot him and it doesn't fit the media's narrative we're not they're not gonna talk about it but this is the, the, the this is what and and i agree with that i don't think the media wants to cover it um because it doesn't fit the narrative and also because sometimes there's details within the story that maybe the public doesn't always have access to it like in the canon can that young five-year-old boy there this case is kind of interesting because there's a lot of claims that the father of the five-year-old boy was actually selling methamphetamine to the guy who shot this five-year-old for allegedly riding his bike through his yard the black guy got mad and shot the kid in his head for riding through his yard but they were saying it was because he was in a meth induced like meth induced i don't even know what the word just uh psychosis maybe or anger outrage it was all meth induced and allegedly the boy's father is the one who was selling the drugs to him um so the, they're like well if anything the father is to blame for selling drugs to the black man now in in that's you know that's just an alleged story yeah i don't know if that's true or not um but my point here is that the world especially the united states will not be able to move forward 
until we stop doing this oh because he's white where are y'all protesting at where's black lives matter at now when a white kid dies you know oh blah 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 you know they you see all these memes but until white people and black people are equally angered by the death of a human life we're going to continue to see these type of just going in circles so white people when when a, a black man is wrongfully killed whether it's by the police um whether it's black on black crime whether any human being is killed it's we and we're all in unison on that we're we're equally mad so what happens is a white kid gets killed and you know they say oh well black people are silent on this one where's blm or mad no, no national coverage on this one until the the black community is outraged by that and same with the white community when a black man is killed when a black man is killed until the white community is also equally as outraged they're going to continue this divide between the people and you're going to see this back and forth back and forth back and forth so i don't know maybe that's a cringe take maybe you can give me your thoughts on it put it down in the comments let me know what you think about that but i do genuinely believe that we all need to be equally outraged when somebody is wrongfully killed especially a child um because a lot of people they're making this about race and saying oh well if the dad wasn't selling meth you know maybe his kid wouldn't have got shot but what that what does that have to do with the five-year-old that lost his life you know that young boy lost his life that day and he had nothing to do with that that wasn't his fault he didn't deserve that so you, if, if you want to read this entire story, the link is down in the description. May, and like I said, maybe it's a cringe take. Maybe, I don't know, you can guys can kind of decide for yourself. Um, but, you know, it is what it is. But the next thing that we're going to uh, look at here is um, the clown of the week. You know, you guys, some of the people wrote out to me and said they liked the segment. Matter of fact, hold on, I think I got a song I won't kill you guys with that too much but anyway the clown of the week we got a video here this was sent in by a viewer Brian G so Brian G thank you sir for sending in this clip um, this clip is actually a uh, BLM or uh, rider or Antifa rider allegedly you know who knows if he has any affiliation I'm not gonna put that out there as if I'm a hundred percent certain on that but he was at a protest so this clown this guy decides that he wants to fight the police now we don't see exactly the reasoning behind him wanting to fight the police or what riled him up or why he got angry but anyway what we see is this guy thinks he's Billy badass rips off or takes off his shirt charges at the cops and they just unload pepper spray on him and then the dumbass goes back for more so we're gonna take a look at this pic this clip here um, I should have it here let me see if I, I if I don't have it queued up you guys I'm sorry Oh bummer! For so oh, I can't believe I don't have this queued up. All right, let me bring this clip up here. Give me just a second. I'm gonna get the uh, clip all ready to go. Sorry about that, but you gotta see this guy because he takes off his shirt, and when the cops just unload on him, I mean, it really looks like this guy took a shower in pepper spray. I mean, just a full shower in pepper spray. But I call him the clown of the week because not only does he continue to charge at the police with the intent to harm them, um, 
he he also threatens them saying, I'm going to kill you MFers and all of this. And, you know, it's <laughs> karma's a bitch sometimes. So we'll see what exactly what uh, I'm bringing the clip up here now. So just bear with me on this. I apologize. I can't believe I didn't have this already queued up. It's a rookie mistake. Oh, man. But uh, I really do appreciate everybody tuning in. While we're waiting here, I do just want to point out, if you're new, please hit that like button. Please subscribe to my channel. Um, it would greatly mean a lot to me. It helps the channel grow. Um, so please do that if you are able to. Just hit that thumbs up button for me, and I would greatly appreciate it. And please subscribe to the channel. But I did get the clip all queued up here, so we're going to take a look. Get up here because I want you. lethal forced they pepper sprayed this guy even though he said i'm gonna kill you and all this other stuff they didn't use any he didn't use any real force that would warrant uh, or the cops didn't use any real force that would warrant them to really go out of their way and harm this guy so i think that was a a good execution of police work there um uh, let's see. I'm not American. I'm enjoying your views. Can I get a bit of background of your life? Um, if you want a background, um, maybe uh, send me a message. Uh, I'm not going to be able to go into detail here on stream about my life. Um, but uh, I hope you guys, uh, that's pretty much going to be it for tonight's show. I really appreciate everybody tuning in. I apologize for the uh, the. Um, mic delays that we had in the beginning um there was some issues there with the sound um all the people in the chat i really appreciate you guys tuning in and being interactive and kind of giving me some stuff to talk about um i certainly appreciate that jamie cold i appreciate you turning in that's the first time i've seen you join the show we stream live every monday and if you tune in every week i'm sure you'll get to know me a little bit better and kind of understand a little bit about a background about my life uh, by tuning into the show each week uh but again Thank you so much, everybody, for tuning in. Uh, if you're new here, please subscribe to the K2 Podcast. Uh, please hit that like button. Share this video with your friends. And I hope you all have a great day. It was a pleasure seeing you guys. Thanks for bearing with me through today's show. Take care.